Welcome back to Crossover and Cloud Boards. This episode's pretty straightforward. Nathan and I compare our top 10 players in the league list. Questionable rankings, some would say. Probably from both of us. Uh, one much worse than the other one. Uh, I'll let you guys decide. If you do have any feedback in regards to it, by all means, reach out to us, let us know, and uh, probably read on the podcast next week. <laughs> Enjoy. I love making lists. I love crossing them off. I love upsetting people. It's just fun. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of people responding to, to the list here, uh, <laughs> both, both of our lists, I would imagine. I would, so yeah. if, if they do, that's, that's fine. Well, uh, you know, we're going to basically do a top 10 in the league today, right now. Who's okay. best, number one and number 10. Where do you do you want to start out? Well, let's start out with, with the people who like the person, the player who didn't quite make the cut. Um, so are we starting with Davis already? Gosh, come on, man. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have Anthony Davis in the top 10. I don't have the top 15. I don't even know what you're talking about. I made, I made a top nine, and then I had five guys for the 10th spot. And then I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't, I, don't know where, I don't know where Davis is in those five guys either. So maybe he's 15th best in the league, but uh, I don't – that's not there for me. What, um, <laughs> well, hold, hold on. <laughs> Wait, what, are, are we starting? Are we just going to get right into this, number 10? Or how do you want to do this before we start? Sorry, I want to I want to discuss before we start. Yeah, no, let's get right into it, man. Like, just go from 10 down to 1. I think that would prob- probably be the best way. And we'll kind of see we'll, – we'll see where we match up. I'm assuming we're going to have some major differences. Oh, Yeah. That's obvious. Because <laughs> hey, just just to let you know and anybody listening, like AD's definitely in my top two. Okay, why don't we go? Let's go. Let's go. I got a top. Let's go one. Let's go one down because then we can make fun of the others. For- <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So, yeah, we'll do that. So, number one. So, who, who do you have at one? Kevin Durant. I'm starting a franchise tomorrow. I want the best player in the league. I'm taking Durant on my team. I'm going to guarantee myself a win. That's my best chance of winning a championship. Kevin Durant is the number one player I pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, ha- I have him ranked number one as well. I really don't. Have- what? I can't disagree with you. What? Yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Did not see one, that coming. One for one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think when KD got hurt, he was he was the best player. Yep. In the league, uh, I think you know if if he came back in the preseason and looked like a, a shell of himself or looked like he was eighty percent or something like that coming off the Achilles, then yeah, I'd probably go a little like I might move him down, obviously. But I, I mean, if he's the same player, then I don't see why he still wouldn't be number one at this point. You know, totally fair. And I I think my top four are my tier one players. I'd be happy with any four of those guys as, a, as my top four. But I picked I think Durant the best of the four. Yeah, sure. And I, I really feel like it's more splitting hairs yeah. in regards to the top three or four. Hey, I like this. This is fun. I can't believe we agree. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm sure. And we might even agree with number two. So I'm, I'm interested. Who do you have at two? I have LeBron as number two. Okay. I, I don't quite have LeBron at number two. Okay. Okay. But I can, but I, but I can understand, right? I, I think it, in my rankings, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo at number two. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I mean, in my rankings, they're all kind of within this. They're they're within the same tier. So me it's, too. Yeah, right. It's it's not much of a, of a difference there. LeBron is kind of self explanatory. Why'd right? you pick Giannis over LeBron? First, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, Giannis over LeBron, man, I think, honestly, it's, I think Giannis has everything except, <laughs> except a, a consistent jump shot, for sure. But I think he can, he can impact basically everything on the court yeah. uh, in, in, in many different ways, offensively, defensively. Uh, I, I, he's younger, obviously, too. Yeah, uh, and I just I, I think it's just going to be his time coming, right? Like in our, our, our season preview there, I picked the Bucks to get to the finals. I, 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 I still think the Lakers are going to win because it's just the team that they have, and they have two top-tier talent kind of guys. <laughs> arguably <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna keep <laughs> digging that in <laughs> but uh but yeah so i mean it, it's for me it's just like yeah I, I, I think it's Giannis's time and i think as we go on in year you know this year next year and, and two years down the line I, I just think it's the the gap might there might be a little bit more of a separation in regards to the two guys there and see for me it was like Giannis is, is missing one thing that lebron has well four things to be fair and they're the, mm. they're those rings and if I'm going to win a championship, I want a guy that's been there before. So if I get picked between LeBron and Giannis, I'd rather take, even though he's 36 year old LeBron, I'd rather have him because I know he knows what to do. He knows how to get there. And Gian- yep. Giannis hasn't gotten there yet, right? He needs someone to show him the way, but uh, it's not there yet. So to me, it's if I'm if I'm doing a fantasy draft and I'm picking my team and I'm in the NBA, which would be cool mm-hmm. concept if we did a fantasy draft or if the NBA did a fantasy draft every five years, if these people weren't actual people and didn't have to uproot their whole lives to <laughs> go anywhere. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool idea. But I'm just saying, if I were a fantasy draft, I need to win a championship. I got the second pick. Durant's already taken. I'm going for LeBron. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. Still tier one guys, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, honestly, all three are tier one. Uh, let, let me ask you something really quickly. Do you think that, like, if you had to put money on it, do you think Giannis is going to win a, a championship in Milwaukee? I w- I'm going to say no. I'm going to say wow. no. And, and it's not because he shouldn't. Like, he could. He totally could. Yeah. I just – Milwaukee is, is – like – it's like uh, the bad relationship where it's like, I'm going to break up with you unless you do this, this, and this. And they're, they're, so they do everything they possibly could. They sell the farm, do everything they can to keep you honest. That's, that relationship's not going to last. You can, you can ask Manda about that. So uh, <laughs> there's, there's no way that works. And so I feel like Milwaukee's like, we'll, we'll do whatever, whatever we can to keep you. We'll, we'll trade everyone for Drew Holiday. Who? Like, it, it's just, it's just, Shows how weak of a backbone Milwaukee has, which is fair, and how Budenholzer is still there, which he's a good coach because he's gotten them done very well for them in the regular season, and they just they they don't have that extra thing to get them to the next level. And and though I like Middleton's become a great player because he's playing with Giannis, mm-hmm. and and uh, Drew's gonna have a great season with Giannis, and they're gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch Milwaukee, you know, play and do well and all that great stuff. It's still it's a recipe for disaster moving forward with them to believe that they're going to be uh, a championship team in Milwaukee with what they're doing. And so, yeah, I can't see it. I can't see it. That's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, if I had to put money, I I think he will. I mean, I I think even if things don't work out this year and say they lose in the second round or the Eastern conference finals again, uh, I, I mean, I don't think Giannis is going to leave in the summer or demand a trade. Right. So, you know, I I think Milwaukee's still on the clock, even though he just re-upped his his contract. Yeah, but I think he's still going to be there for another two or three years, like probably. Maybe, 
But I, but I mean, players have asked for trades after a year or two years if if, if what they're doing isn't working and and they're playing their heart out, which I think Giannis does. I think he really does. So, oh, yeah. um, I don't I don't see it. I, I just see it falling apart easier than winning the championship or picking up like a guy like Drew Holiday, you know. But 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 for the record, you did like the Drew Holiday pickup, and you like his fit on. The I team. do like his fit on the team. I just think they gave way too much for it, and and I I don't think it's the piece they needed to to get to that next level. Getting rid of Bledsoe was a blessing. I think they were looking to do that anyways. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I also thought George Hill was one of the best players for them in the playoffs, and I like I feel like it's an underrated loss to be honest. Like Drew Holiday is definitely an upgrade on George Hill. But I yeah. think, but I think it's an underrated loss, and I wouldn't be surprised if George Hill finds his way in San Antonio one year, because Pop loves him still. And that's what. Well, yeah, jo- George Hill is with the Thunder now, right? Is he ever he moved to? Because he, he got traded to the Pelicans, but then did he go to the Thunder now. Yeah, I think he's on the Thunder, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll check quickly here, but uh, I, I do think he's on the Thunder, and it, it's one of those things. I think he's on a team for sure. That's a, a losing team. Yeah. Uh, it, it just seems like a matter of time before somebody, uh, a contender is going to want to add him to the team, right? Like six three, he's a good defensive player and a shooter at the point guard position, right? Like he's steady. Yeah, and he works hard. Yeah, be- yeah, and and he's and 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 he is on the Thunder, so you know if 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 uh, if a contender like uh, whoever, right, the Blazers or the the Nuggets or whatever, the Raptors, right, they're like, hey. We'll give you a first-round pick, a late first-round pick for George Hill. They're going to be like, yes, of course. Oh, Thunder will take any round pick for anybody. I can't <laughs> – honestly, Steve, I don't think I can name you three players on the Thunder. You can name three. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> yeah, you can name – we're not going to do a round of who he played for, but I'm pretty sure you can name Yeah, it, it, it's Thunder. embarrassing, though. Like, it's embarrassing how, <laughs> how much their team has changed. So, yeah, anyways. Yeah, no. If if you had to name like their sixth best player, that might be a, a rough road to go through. Yeah, you know? fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, right. so what w- was Giannis your number three guy then? If LeBron, he wasn't, there? believe it or not. Oh, but but oh. but I still oh. believe he's. Uh, they're all four tier one guys, and I put Kawhi as number three. Uh, and then that's just because okay. I think um, I think. Kawhi's won it in in, in uh, Toronto. He's won it in San Antonio, and Giannis hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. And I think Kawhi has a jump shot and has a go to move and is mm-hmm. can be an important player like that for a team to instantly turn them. I like their ball again. You could win with any of these four tier one guys in the right situation. It's just a matter: of, are they in the right situation? Yeah, no, you're 100 percent correct on that one, and, and Kawhi is my number four. So we we pretty our top four are the same guys, just slightly. Which is why I assume we didn't need but, to. We should do the top four because that's easy. That's the easy stuff. <laughs> that's the yeah. easy stuff. Yeah. Now we get to the interesting. I'm about to piss off Steve. I'm very excited about it. So. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Uh, I'm all my, if I'm drafting this team, the top four guys are already gone. The next guy I'm picking up in my fantasy draft. Is Luka Doncic? (laughs) (laughs) Now I know he's not proven, but he's what fourteen years old, and he's in the (laughs) NBA as one of the best elite players. Odds are MVP favorites. There's a lot of things. The guy is going to win an NBA championship with the Mavericks. 
And it's a matter of them treating a lot of people around to get them some help. But I think when they even got mm-hmm. Porzingis, it's a huge step up. I and mean, I'm, I think Luca is, is doing still great things. Do you see him turn Bam inside out? Your defensive player of the year got so turned inside out, I can see a skeleton on that play. Was it last night? <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> made him look silly. Silly. And I know Luca is – he's a great talent. So, to me, he's, he's my fifth pick. What is Steve's? That's what I want to know. Yes. Luca's <laughs> uh, a little further down, right? Because I'm surprised because your top four were guys like that were that you said get you rings or have done it, have been there, climbed the mountaintop, yeah. planted their flag, ate a sandwich yeah. on top, right? Like that was kind of your thing. Curry is my number five he's, guy. He's my number Curry. six. So I I, yeah. I don't disagree. I just I feel like watching Curry do everything for his team right now is hurting me. And uh, <laughs> and I feel like even though Luca might have a worse team, he might be a bit more upside than Curry at this point. Um, I'm excited for Curry to continue to be, uh, hopefully, be uh, back to his MVP self, and it'd be exciting to watch him this season. But yeah, I, I also I also weigh a lot on that Clay's been healthy for so long with Curry's career, and he won he won two with Durant and. And uh, mm-hmm. so I mean, he's you're right. Championship, he's 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 right there for me. He's just not. If I'm drafting tomorrow for my franchise for the next five to ten years, I'm getting Luca over Curry right now. So, so you think who who do you think's roster is better? Like take off Curry and take off Luca. Like is, is the Mavs roster better? Is than Clay is Clay there? Are we talking? That's a big. No, no, no. Like like Clay's out for the year, right? So I wouldn't I wouldn't see so him because he's not he, he's not playing at all this year. Even if they make the well, is Porzingis out for the year because he's a unicorn and he someone needs to shoot the horse. Because if that's the case, I'm I'm putting the roster on uh, Golden State is better. No, I mean Por- Porzingis is supposed to come okay. back this month. So they, so say. they say. <laughs> You're right. So Porzingis would be the next best player, but I think Golden State might have yeah. the next three best players. Two best players, two best players. I'm not putting Wiggins in that list. So who would be the who would be the so you so you would have ranked out, out of that roster, you would have Porzingis would be the best player, second best player, I'm assuming you're gonna say Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's next for sure. Sure. And then who's the who's I don't the know, but it's player? better than anyone on Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's more than fair, because because I think at this point you have to have a conversation between like Josh yeah. Richardson and Wiseman. Yeah, right? I think that would kind of be. Yeah, the it really, it, it, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's a fault. It's a little bit of a fall off for both teams, right? Because I don't even think Wiseman's really that good yet. He's just potential, yeah. right? Uh, right now, and then Josh Green, you know, Josh Josh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. But, he's, you know, he's I'm sorry, good. Josh Richardson. Yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure either. Okay, yeah. That that's where we're at though <laughs> with both rosters. So so you have Luca fifth, Who's Curry your six? six, my six, oh, Anthony <laughs> Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis. He, he's the he's the second best big man. If, if I'm counting Giannis as a big man, which I, I think is fair, um, he's the second best big man oh, in the wow. league. He impacts both sides of the court, both sides of the floor, <laughs> and. Uh, 
he just came off of a championship, which your number your number the two guy LeBron probably. Oh my god! Him. Sure, sure. That's that. That's the re- that's the reality. That's fine. The yeah, no, Jordan would have won any championship without <laughs> Pippen. You're right. You're 100 percent right. Pippen wasn't there. How could Jordan possibly win? Jeez, that's great. Rodman wasn't there. How could Jordan win the last three titles? So you're right. That's so important. Davis is not even in my list. And and I, and I was ready for this because we discussed this prior. Uh, looking at New Orleans, <laughs> who drafted Anthony Davis in 2012. The 2012-2013 season, they ended up 14th. So obviously Davis came out as a great rookie for the team. The team that was then 12th. The following year, eighth, a nice improvement, and they lost to the first round to the Warriors, who was the defending champions, uh, or it, it was the phenomenal Warriors, swept in there, so didn't win an NBA playoff game yet. The following year, they improved from that sweep in the first round to the 12th seed because they got scared of basketball again. The 10th seed the next year, and then they, they managed to bring Rondo out and Boogie and Davis – they limp Davis over to sweep the Blazers, but then lose to the Warriors again. And then back down to the 13 seed, and then he got traded. So it's cute. Like, wonderful that Davis thinks that he's an average or above average basketball player. And he is. He's probably in the top 20 somewhere, maybe. But I'm not giving the second best player on the team uh, any love here tonight at all. And and if I was going to go second best players, I'd be talking about Simmons and Bede because it's arguable who's the first and who's the second best. But Davis is, is easily the second best player on his team. He has proven when he's the best player on his team that he sucks and his team sucks. And uh, like every product from Kentucky, he's a choke artist. And he's just, a, he's awful. He's awful at basketball. And I don't know why he's your sixth pick. Six in the league? I have... Ten guys I already think are better than this guy because they make their teammates better and they win. Davis is only winning at not having to pluck two eyebrows. That's his only feat that he's winning at. And the fact that he's not getting injured anymore because LeBron has to shoulder the load for when he's having nights off and having naps. Now, I always think of Davis because Calipari didn't win his championship with Davis as the blue chip story. You know, Davis might be the Shaq in blue chips if that's that's an old reference for you, Steve. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't take the money. He just wanted to play and get an education, you know, not like Penny did or what was the other guy that did it, right? But, uh, Butch McCray and then those, that was yeah, Penny. Yeah, me too. So for me, it's like maybe Davis <laughs> didn't take the money, and that's why the NBA gods, the basketball gods, gave him a championship at Kentucky for the worst basketball coach there ever was or could ever existed. And so I just can't see, and I, I really mean this with all due heart, how is he – over, over Luca, over the rest of the NBA, the guys that have consistently made their teams better. And please, like, sure, he can play offensive defense, but he's not a leader. He's not helping his teammates win. He's constantly missing the playoffs. And the one year that he does win around in the playoffs, I'm I'm pretty sure it's because Rondo told him to. <laughs> <laughs> What what I would say, you said, I did. <laughs> you said a lot of things. What I would say is his his roster with the Pelicans uh, wasn't great. I think you would say like his whole time his whole time with the Pelicans. Who was the second best player? Well, sure, Drew was it Drew Holiday? Who was there on that team? I don't even know anymore. 
I, I would imagine it was Drew Holiday. I mean, you brought up his rookie season with the Pelicans. His his team that year yeah. stunk. I think yeah. that Eric Gordon was still there, but um, <laughs> Drew Drew Holiday was the second best player, and you know Drew Holiday is a very good player. I think we we've spoken about Drew a couple of times throughout the podcast here, right? And it's, but we still have doubts if Drew can push Giannis and Middleton and the rest of that team past the second round, right? Like that's where we're at with Drew, as, as good as he is, right? Uh, he's Anthony Davis is a great player. He's a big man. He's he was in a situation in New Orleans where they couldn't get the right pieces around him. They couldn't. They tried, you know, they just it didn't happen, right? And it was one of those situations where he forced his way out of there, and then he obviously linked up with LeBron in L.A. But to bring up like failure, uh, yeah, I think he made it past the first round one time, right? Yeah, with Rondo and Boogie, which wasn't the bad pieces. Well, I don't think well didn't Cousins tore his Achilles that year, right? Like I don't I think, think he, he played play in the playoffs that year. That year. I think he played that year in the playoffs and then tore it the next offseason or whatever. Probably running, running to the fridge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is, be that as it may, all those other things, we're not talking about the past, his first two, three, four years, right? Like, the the the, the common thing that, that I've heard so far from your list are guys that have, have proven it. And Anthony Davis has a, at least proven that he can be Le- LeBron doesn't win that title last sure. year. Sure, sure. That you bet, you bet. I agree with that a hundred percent. He doesn't win the title without Davis. But to tell me he's the sixth best player in the league is on because he's playing with LeBron is garbage. I mean, it's the whole argument with like how do we celebrate these guys that are win? Uh, Robert Ory, like what he won nine championships, but he was never the best player or the second best player on his team. But he definitely elevated his team to help us have success in one way or another. But he's not a top six player of all time with nine championships when we argue the ring title. There's just guys that are leading their teams to more success in the regular season, in the playoffs, than Anthony Davis ever did. And that's why my next guy and my favorite player in the league is Jokic. Because I have him over Davis. Because he has to win his, with his team with a team of guys that aren't proven. Millsaps had some success in the playoffs in both Jazz and the Hawks, <laughs> yes. but but I mean, uh, he's, he's Boogie at his best was not better than was not worse than Millsap, and then yeah, Jamal Murray's ha- coming out and having a great season. Nobody's seen Jamal Murray this first four games of this of this year, and so to me, Jokic is a guy that has to be the one guy on his team, and he's been snubbed two years in a row as should have been the top three when Paul George got to be in the MVP voting with him, Harden, and Giannis. And I'm like, he's the second best player on the sixth seed in the West. Meanwhile, Jokic is the two seed, and he's the best player. And Maple Murray was still becoming what he was or was trying to become. And and yet here we are putting Paul George some love, playoff P, who then, again, lost in the first round because that's what Westbrook helps you do. So I don't I don't get how we have Davis over even, Jok- even, even the same position, Jokic. I don't see it at all. There's no value of what Davis brings to a team than what Jokic does. And Jokic is younger. And Jokic is less athletic, which means he's doing this in a less athletic body, which means he's doing this, he can do this for longer, right? So I just I, – I don't get how – I mean – Yeah, but but we don't we don't give points because someone's I'm not, less I'm not athletic, giving points. He's winning with tall, less right? ability. Yeah. <laughs> he's like less – Less athletic ability. 
which is you got to say is pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's incredible. It doesn't mean like he's better, <laughs> or that that should be a factor, right? What I would say, I, I think, I think it's very close between the two. Like to 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 let you know, I think um, Jokic is my next okay. guy. He's my number seven guy. So so it is very close for me. So it 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 really is split in hairs. What I would say is the things that I've seen Anthony Davis do on the court. There have been very few people in the history of the NBA that have been able to do those things consistently on both ends of the court. And the way he impacts the game on both ends is, is just something that unfortunately Jokic doesn't do at this point. Right. And it might be because of his lack of athleticism or his, you know, defensive where he's lacking defensively or what have you. Right. But, you know, I I think if I had to choose one guy on offense, it might be Jokic. And if I had to choose one guy on defense, it would definitely be Davis. Um, but Davis, it's not like he's, he's not, a I'm not saying he's a slouch right? but let me, so. if you're drafting a team tomorrow, fantasy draft, if you're picking the next best player, you're picking Davis over Jokic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. If, 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 if this was like a real life sort of, I'm a GM and I'm picking one guy, I'd probably pick Jokic cause he's much younger. I, I want to say he's, he's gotta be at least seven eight years younger I don't know. than ad maybe 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 four maybe four, maybe four or five yeah. but he's probably like five years younger right yeah not not that old right but uh because Jokic has to be like around 25 26 by now uh so that would be a factor right one guy in his mid-20s one guy either 30 or getting up up there in the, in the early 30s so if that was the case sure but if i'm talking about this one season then you know I, i'd probably lean the other way right because I know what I'm going to have on both sides of the ball. Um, and I, I know what I'm going to have on both sides of the ball with Jokic as well. It's just the I still you can run a, you can run a whole offense, a whole, a whole team around Jokic. And I don't think – I don't – Davis has proven you can't run a whole team around him. That's LeBron's team, and Davis is a, is a plus version of Caruso. <laughs> You brought up Car- Caruso – you brought up Caruso. You brought up Robert. Yeah, because these are role players on championship <laughs> teams, earlier, just like Davis was this last year. A nice role player. That's what he was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, David. It, it, it's a it's a legitimate duo. They have the best duo in the in the NBA. Yeah, but like LeBron and AD. <laughs> sure, they have the they can have the best duo in the NBA. It doesn't mean it's one in six. It's like one in. 18 and still be the best duel in the NBA or two and 18 because LeBron we're saying is the two seed or three seed. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you could argue when, when LeBron was in Cleveland, he had the second best deal with him and Della Dova. Right. Or remember when they said, who is, what was the joke? Uh, Yao Ming said about with McGrady. He's like, Oh, you turned off the game. Yeah. Me and McGrady went for 11 points in the last minute of the game minute and a half of the game. Right. And, Yao had two and McGrady had nine or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's yeah, uh yeah yeah. To me, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense that you would have the second best player on the team have that much weight compared to some of these best players on the team that have proven by playing with their NBA team and building a franchise around them have created success in places that are unlikely. Like. Denver is not an, a likely place to have a hotbed for an NBA team. And Jokic has made them more relevant. And I think he just passed fat lever for most triple doubles for franchise history. And Jokic has been there how long, right? Like it's just, 
it's not an NBA city that's been before. And now look at it. Right. And, and, and so I feel like I don't have Davis. I don't even have Davis in the top 10. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's a mistake. Uh, what, what I would say is like, yeah, sure. If, if he was a true, like, we don't say the second best players on the team. We're like Jamal Murray, we brought up earlier. Um, CJ McCollum, uh, Porzingis, uh, you know, uh, even Clay Thompson when he, when he was healthy, right? Or, or Middleton. Or, we understand these guys aren't top 10 yes. players or top 12 players, even though they're, they're, they're the second best players on very good teams or yes. potentially great teams or what have you. But they, but Davis is on a whole nother level beyond those guys. That's why it's a unique and special situation. What he and LeBron has in LA right now, you know. I, I feel like you're looking at the skill level and not the results. He could drop thirty and lose a game. Westbrook can get a triple double and be zero and five in an NBA season or one and one and six or whatever they are now. It doesn't make them good players. It doesn't have them in the top ten. It doesn't make them. They're they, they're still not winning, and. No, I, I, I think I think you're looking at this wrong, right? You're talking about Westbrook. Westbrook is, is not anywhere close to anyone's top ten, right? <laughs> what I, this is a real luxury that LA has is that they have to, even if even if you think Davis is a little further down, right? Like I think most people would have Davis in their top ten, but say even he's in the top twelve, right? That's a luxury that the Lakers have that pretty much almost no other team has, right? Because they have LeBron, who is LeBron, and then they have Anthony Davis, who, if he could be on a team, right? If, if he was traded from the Pelicans to sure. uh, the Celtics, for example, instead of the, instead of the Lakers, and, and they traded Tatum for him, right? I wouldn't have done that, but they traded Tatum you, for him. You would have done what? You, 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 you wouldn't would take Walker Tatum, or would, would, would you rather have Tatum or Davis? I would uh, – I mean, <laughs> I mean it, that's just the philosophy, right? I don't think I would have traded Tatum on a rookie contract. Like, if I'm thinking of it on that level, I probably would have kept Tatum. He's on a rookie contract. He was yeah. young. You don't know how good he's going to be, right? Because you automatically know that you have a guy on a rookie contract. If he's good, he's going to re-up with you because he can re-up with you for the most money. So you're probably going to have yeah. him for a minimum six or seven years, right? That would, I mean, so it'd be – somebody would have to it, – it would have to be – it's just okay. don't trade guys in that position, right, for the most part. Uh, in, in, unless you're the next, <laughs> um, but uh, but 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 if he goes to the Celtics, I think he's just as good there as he was in LA. And then he has actually has pieces around him. He has great coaching around him. He has a franchise that will hopefully put pieces, you know, get get put him in a position to where he can be that level of MVP or Defensive Player of the Year or number one guy, franchise guy for the team, and actually have team success as well as individual accolades. Well, we can agree to disagree on this one. But I'm curious to see who your next guys are. Because, <laughs> because I wouldn't trade Tatum for Davis, and that's why I have him next as my eighth pick. So, But I want to know who you got. Wow. We, we stopped at your sixth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, did we? We stopped in my six. <laughs> I have, I have Joe. Okay. I have Joe at, at seven. <laughs> so, so we're not, we're not that far off, right? Like I said, right? AD Jokic, I have very close together. Uh, I, honestly, if if you wanted to do the whole flip a coin thing, you could. Like, I'm not going to be mad if I have Jokic number eight. Listen, I'm not I'm not one of these people who make emotional okay. decisions in regards to this ranking. All James right. Harden is number okay. eight. Okay. And and if if I have if I have 
if, if the criteria is that I have a team and I want to make sure that he gets us through the, through the, the regular season, gets us into the playoffs, gives us some sort of chance in the playoffs, James Harden has proven he can do that year in, year out if you and, play and, and a particular he, staff. Since he's been traded from OKC to Houston, Houston has gone eighth, fourth, second, mm-hmm. eighth, third, first, fourth, and fourth in the playoffs in the Western Conference. In much more quote unquote difficult <clears throat> conference. They've gone, he, they haven't, they're, the, they're the last team to not make the playoffs is the Houston Rockets. And it's been Harden's been there the whole time mm-hmm. and been the best player. Now, did he have great pieces around him? Okay, going back, Westbrook, well, that's a detriment, and they still made the playoffs. So he had to carry that dead weight, and he still made the playoffs. <laughs> Chris Paul was helpful, and, in, and it was a very Daryl Morey pickup where he got the guy that had the least amount of turnovers for a point guard with, the, with his guy who has the, some of the most amount of turnovers, which, you know, you figure you would help average it out. And they were a great team that year, but, of course, Chris Paul had to get injured in the second round, which is Chris Paul. Unfortunately, even though he's a point god for sure. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And before that, Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, this guy has done it with not great talent around him. And it doesn't matter because he has the ball in his hands for 20 to 24 seconds on every shot clock. But he is mm-hmm. better than Davis for sure and as the best player and has been consistently making the playoffs. And he definitely deserves to be in the top 10. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, as much as I, I wouldn't want him on my team, you know, if I'm a fan of a team or if I'm running the team or what have you, uh, it's he's he's an easy 30. I mean, that, that dude, you know, yeah. gives out buckets whenever he wants, basically, right? And I, I, I would hate to have to, to deal – I would hate to be a player that plays in that style that the Rockets play in. Uh, I'd also hate to be a Rockets fan that watches that all the time. But – yeah, I mean he's he he's the best in the NBA definitely at drawing fouls. <laughs> you know, which which is an attribute that is extremely valuable, man. Especially, I think part of the reason why they he falters a little bit in the playoffs is because all those those whistles and fouls he gets in yeah. the regular season, he doesn't quite get in the postseason because it's just you know refs don't want to dictate yep. postseason games the same way they would regular season games. So I think that's part of it, man. But yeah, no, he's he's incredible. He's an incredible score, shooter, foul drawer, <laughs> and, and the best at it, man. So I mean it's it's easy for, for me. I'm I'm interested to to hear kind of you you have Tatum eighth. I mean you have him in front of some guys that are established, right? So I'm assuming do you I had hard, I kind of harder than I had three guys in the nine ten spot. I tried to well I, I had about six guys in there to be honest. <laughs> I had to try and like I was really struggled to find that nine <laughs> yeah. ten spot of guys that I would want on my team now to have. So to me, I had I had Harden. If you want to get to the playoffs consistently, have the guy that can put the ball in the net, and then you can you know get players around him that can play defense or sit in the corner and shoot threes, aka PJ Tucker and and what and what have you. Right, it doesn't matter what system or who's Harden playing around. The ball's in his hands. You know what he can do, and he can do it whenever he wants. Which I've seen Davis not do it whenever he wants. And then Harden's had success. Maybe you're right. When they go into the playoffs and it's a little more physical, Harden struggled. And rightfully so because he's not getting those calls. They'll be able to throw different things at him. But to have a guy that's that lethal of a scorer, they're going to have some success, some in one aspect or another. And then Harden's body has changed mm-hmm. throughout his career of what he and his, his, his effort on defense has changed. But he, you're right. He's, he is like it, – it, it, 
he's so hard to understand why the NBA players can't um, defend him. I feel like I need to see him in person because I just don't understand. He's not that tall. What is he, 6'5"? 6'6"? Six, six, six. And Hardly he's left-handed, so we're right there. He's a wonky shooter to begin with because every left-handed guy has got a weird something, weird footwork, weird something. And then mm-hmm. and then he can stop on a dime. He's got yeah. – there was like a thing where they measured he was one of the – he was the fastest at like stopping or, or something ridiculous. Like he was able to slow down and stop faster than anybody in the league to, in order to get his balance in order to shoot. And I, it, it's impressive. Whatever he does is impressive. So he is my eight or my nines guy. But then I also had guys I would love to play with for lots of reasons. I got Jimmy Jimmy Butler because I think he had a bad rep playing for Tibbs in Chicago. He went to the worst franchise in the NBA um, in Minnesota. And now when he's finally with a good coach, he's finally with a team, I feel like Jimmy Butler's got that quote-unquote mamba mentality, that, that – uh, team oriented guy, and when he's pushing his the players around him, he he was the he was phenomenal for Miami, and I think he was the the heartbeat of that Heat team to get to the finals this year. So I still think Jimmy Butler's got some more gas in the tank to continue to improve, and his team around him is going to continue to improve, and it, it it's exciting. Jimmy Butler was the guy that, and, and in Philly, there's another bad franchise. Um, he was in Philly, and he was doing what he had to do to make Embiid and Simmons look like look good in, in crunch time, right? And it comes down like – even watching just as a reference to, like, Kevin Durant, like Kyrie dropped 31, 32, but Durant dropped 22 in the same game. But when they needed buckets, the ball was in Durant's hand. When they don't need buckets, sure, Kyrie, get your 30, right? And I feel like Jimmy was like that for Philly. He, and, and even when he went to Minnesota when he first started, he's like, I'm going to lead by example by playing great defense all game. And, of course, Wiggins was like, I don't even know how to spell defense – and Carl uh, Anthony Towns is like uh, Yvonne make basket. Like he's just awful. So um, I, I think Jimmy Butler is, is a top guy in the league, a top 10 guy in the league. And I have him in that mix. The other guy I had, which it just made $205 million and Shaq just went online making fun of him for, for averaging 11 points per game. But <laughs> like Gobert is Utah's been relevant for how long? Like, and Gobert has been a big part of that. And unless he's been hurt, they when he's not hurt, they're doing incredible things at five, six seed in the West with, you know, losing, getting Donovan Mitchell. Gordon Hayward was their best score at one point. Now they just have like a bunch of role players, a great system. And Gobert, who looks so awkward on the offensive end 90% of the time, but he's just so important on defense. So I, I, I kind of went left field there with Gobert as my 10th, 11th guy with those, with those three guys that I was kind of, and then Dame was right, right there too. So, because I still think he's better than what he can do than, than Davis. So, yeah. Go. Cool. A lot of interesting players where, you have where, right above. Anthony what do you got? What do you got coming <laughs> down the, second, right? the hatch there? <laughs> uh, the last little bit here. Oh, okay, so yeah, I have nine and ten left. So, uh, number nine, Joel Embiid. Number 10, I have Luka Doncic. And really, honestly, Luka can probably be above Embiid. It's not really a big a big deal for me. Um, but th- those are kind of round out my, my top 10 there. Uh, you really think – so you, you said you have – I just want to go back for a second. Let me just collect my thoughts for a second. So Gobert, you think, is like a top 10 – Utah's managed to be successful sure. with him year after year after year as their best player. And the guy can't shoot. Like, it's incredible. 
And so is it, is it all, we can't say it's all coaching because it can't be all that, but he has done some amazing things for that franchise. They've been a really fun franchise and really successful franchise with Gobert as their number one guy and the most important guy on that team. Whoa, but but Rudy's. Or what, what do you mean, number one guy? Like no, Rudy's for not sure not offense guy, but he's like the most important piece sure. to win. Yeah, he he is vital for them for sure. Yeah, I I, I would go that route as well. I, I mean, I think it's it's telling, right? I, I think the Jazz because yeah. because he's been with the Jazz for a while. Um, they have, I want to yes, say the Jazz have. made the last four years, last 50, 50, four years. 50, 50, 60. Okay, yeah, so uh, you, you have it in front of you. Do you also 20, have it in front of you? The year Hayward got traded like three, four years ago was the year Donovan was drafted. So was that before Hayward? Right. Was that so, three years ago? Yeah. Three years ago. I believe so. So, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's one of those things, right? I think uh, I think Rudy's pivotal, like, in regards to, like, rim protection and defense and his defensive yeah. abilities. Like, I'm not taking anything away from him, right? But – Again, I want to talk about guys that impact both sides of the court because he's a little bit of a liability in other aspects of the game, right? And and it's you, you know for me, Anthony Davis, Embiid, uh, we both have Jokic uh, in front of him. Like those guys, to me, I, I think they they're impact. They can be impactful at least on both ends, on three different yes. levels. Embiid, not as much, <laughs> obviously, but. Uh, but but in terms of offensively, I think they they all can score on three different levels. But you know, I mean, Rudy would probably if I, if I went out to my top fifteen or sixteen, he, he, I mean, he's definitely top twenty, uh, just because of the impact that he does have, and he's a pillar of that okay. that Utah Jazz defense, right? So it's more than fair. But I don't know. To me, it would kind of be close to having. I don't know if Donovan Mitchell would be in front of him, but it would be very. And close. so, <laughs> and I guess the argument the I guys. have is like, how much does one player, like playing with a great player on your team, impact you to do what you want to do on your team? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so for example, everyone loves Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Flash was an incredible athlete. Like, he was an incredible athlete when he was the Marquette. He was an incredible athlete his first few years in the NBA. He was the sixth pick overall, I believe, in the uh, in 2003 draft. I believe. Well, yeah, so uh, it was LeBron, Darko, maybe Carmelo, Bosch, and I think it was. You're right. It was Wade. You're right. Wade is fifth. So after Bosch, and I think TJ Ford was sixth. In case yeah. anyone was keeping track at home. Uh, but so so Dwayne Wade is a five pick in the Miami Heat. They go and win an NBA champion. He wins the Finals MVP. He has a great offensive scoring game. He still has. Prime Shaq on his team. Yes, Shaq didn't score all the points. He was still good. He was still good there. And he had a bone to pick with Kobe. And he was still good. Okay. Subprime. But Prime? Subprime. I still think Shaq was the most important player on that team. And he might not have been the leading scorer of that team, but I still think he was the most important player. And sure, Flash gets the finals MVP. So – it allows Dwayne Wade to have open lanes and be able because Shaq's getting triple teamed every night. He was still good and was 05. Was that 05 when he won in Miami? Uh, I believe so. 05. And so, 06, but yeah. Still, he was still fine. He won three. Yeah, he just came 06. back from winning. It was 06. Okay. He just came back from what? Back to back to back championships with the Lakers, right? 
2000, 2001, 2002, and then he won another championship with Dwayne Wade. So uh, Gobert is allowing Donovan Mitchell to just be Donovan Mitchell, just go out there and score, go out there and do that stuff. I still think he's so much more vital to his team. Now, Embiid's an interesting pick because I had him circling around there based on just the sheer specimen that he is, just like Davis. But it, if Porzingis was healthy, we'd probably have him in that same category with Embiid and Davis and Porzingis. They're all phenomenal freak athletes, but haven't proven anything. Uh, I mean, sure. Um, I mean, yeah, Embiid has, has battled. I think Embiid has been uh, a little bit more durable yeah, than Porzingis has. Porzingis just never finishes the season. Right and like it, not to to knock him right, but it's just a fact. So it's just one of those things where you know, unfortunately, he you know this is it's out of his hands and it's out of his control, right? But you know, Embiid is uh, <laughs> Embiid's a Embiid's a proven player in regards of you. If if I was the coach if, or on the Sixers or the GM, I would want Embiid around the basket as much as possible, not around the three point line, because I think that's where his yeah. true effectiveness and efficiency is going to come from. Um, you know, and so I think, and honestly, Ben Simmons, as talented as he is, isn't a great fit with Embiid. Uh, I think they're going to just try to make it work yeah. together because you just don't want to trade one of those guys, uh, you know. But you know, it's it, it's all sort of fluid, man. And and towards the end of this this year or the end of the season, uh, you know, after another either a new champ or the Lakers or back to back champs are are crowned, you know, it's going to be interesting because I'm I'm going to be interested to see if. AD can break into your top 20 <laughs> players on, on the list there in the NBA because I, I have a pretty good feeling. I don't know, man. If, if AD no, has I another great year, Durant's you have the Lakers winning it all, right? Again. Yeah. Uh, I have you, so finals. you have the Lakers getting some finals. I have Durant winning it all. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the only thing – to me, guys like Embiid, Porzingis, Anthony Davis, these guys are so unique. Like, they're all unicorns, even yeah. though Porzingis is the only one with that term. Uh, the only the only thing stopping those guys really is, like, are they going to get hurt? Because they have a history of injuries, right? Uh, so, you know, Anthony Davis was fortunate enough. He made it through the whole year last year. I mean, it was a, a little – it was an abbreviated season, and then it was, a you know, the bubble. But – he did make it. He played most of the games. He was fortunate in that regard. Same thing with Embiid. Porzingis didn't. And now this season, he's starting off on the injured list again. But, I mean, yeah, th- those three guys to me, they're phenomenal. And they, they can probably do, all be top ten. It's just do you have list. Embiid better than Simmons yeah. in your mind? Putting it all together consistently. And why? I do, yeah. It, it to, to me, it's <clears> – <throat> It's just, I think it's just a matter of philosophy, right? What would I prefer to have? Like, it, essentially, if if I if I haven't beat on my team, I'm starting the team off with him. I'm basically gonna have I'm gonna have one or two facilitators uh, on the perimeter, hopefully, and then shooters, and then I, I'm gonna need some defensive guys around them too. That's kind of how. But I'd want to build my team basically offensively, going from inside to out. I would kind of have it be a little old school in that regard because yeah. uh, we just don't see it as much. Almost like, um, almost like okay. uh, the old Hakeem Olajuwon Rockets, where it's essentially my guy's getting it in the post. You're gonna come over a double, okay? Perfect. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kick it out. Oh, you're not coming in double? Then Embiid's gonna go one on one, right? If if I have Simmons on my team, essentially I just want a fast team. I want 
a big that can either stretch it out like a stretch five or a pick and pick and, and dunk sort of guy in the middle. And then again, shooters, right? So it's just a, a philosophy. Cause yeah, I mean, like you're basically choosing between a guard that can't shoot people. and a big that won't post up. Yeah, but but I don't even think it's that he won't post up. I mean, that could be the case. I'm not. Uh, I won't. I won't say that definitively. But I think he's not in a situation where he can post up effectively because he also has that guard that cannot shoot somewhere on the court. So him, realistically, right? Philly's in trouble because guard, their you know? two stars are not helping each other get better. They're actually counter counterproductive of each other's skill sets. Much like your argument with Jokic not being as athletic and it's being incredible that what he's doing with the lack of athleticism, I would say what Philly's doing with the lack of cohesiveness between their two stars is they're kind of going against the grain and they're having success. Yeah, maybe. That, right? But when the game was on the line, that ball was in Jimmy Butler's hands. And that's why he <laughs> blow the ball for those two guys. <laughs> and the baller did it, baby, for them for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J- yeah jimmy didn't yeah. quite make my top 10 but he, he's definitely <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I, I that's fun thank you for this 